Unsung Chess Heroes, the East Cheshire Grand Prix Tournament. The East Cheshire Social Chess Evening has become a feast of blitz chess, blitz heroes, cordon bleu snacks, vintage wines, all in the luxury venue of the Cheadle Hume Institute, valet parking for overflow competitors. Maybe I've become a little carried away by the promotional drive, which has resulted in a flood of new members into the club. On this day, the tournament registration queues stretch around the room as new members vied with old. The chess was up to its stunning quality, matching the sumptuous playing conditions. Top guns had arrived from New Zealand and New Islington, Burnage and Bramble, Poynton and Parswood. I arrive in time to see in the midst of the hubbub the calm figures of David the Dauntless and Steve or Kelly de Galway, the official tournament organisers. They moved as a well-drilled team, registering the competitors and preparing to arrange the pairing for first round. A racing bike was propped up in the executive parking area. Its owner was Tom Green Green Grass Jones, and hot favourite for the Grand Prix event. He is talking with John Old But Fit Reed Warbler, the other top-ranked player. Their friendly appearance could not conceal their burning ambition that has led them to the event rather than to the football match going on between Notts Forest Outlaws and the Manchester Red Devils. I had high hopes of taking advantage of Tom's fatigue after his 8,000-mile return trip from New Zealand by plane and bicycle. All but fit had seriously weakened his chances by sharing his encyclopedic knowledge of chess openings in his lectures to club members. Yes, I was in with a chance. David the Dauntless called for order, and Steve O'Kelly read out the pairings from what looked like a homemade football pairings table. The strongest players were kept apart in what is known as the Swiss system, believed to have been invented by Alpine cheesemakers in their cheese blending experiments. They reminded the competitors of the fast play rules. I was paired with my old friend Edwin, who tells me he is recovering from a recent serious accident. I hid my feelings of good fortune at the news. My pleasure was short-lived. Edwin played as if his life depended on winning in the shortest time possible. Blitzing out moves was scarcely a thought. I was pausing to work out what might have been behind his moves and began to run out of time. It was close, but I lost on the board shortly before I would have lost on time anyway, with Edwin's clock showing it hardly spent a minute on my demolition. I staggered away, trying to regain my composure. The other games were still being completed. I noticed Dauntless David even had had time to join in the tournament, leaving Steve O'Kelly to cast an imperious eye over the players watching for any problems requiring intervention. The first round ended peacefully. At least I would be playing another loser, not one of the top guns. Some players believe a first round loss works in your favour for the next rounds. But no, I'm paired against Joel, John Oldbutfit. We eyed each other suspiciously. I was due to pay a loser, 
and John due to take on a winner. So how can this be? We both appealed to controllers David and Steve. A hush descended on the room. Play on, Steve announced. You're paired at the uneven number of players rule. Sure enough, we were the one pairing of a winner, all but fit, and a loser, me. My night was about to get worse. Yes, form reasserted itself. Ten minutes later, I found myself now firmly propping up the tournament with two losses out of two. The leaderboard showed all but fit and the other favourite, Tom Jones, sharing top slot. Events then became blurred. Maybe my secretive approaches to the refreshments table were not helping. I cannot say. Around me, the scrabble for the minor placings continued. My scrabbling to escape from the basement level also continued. By nearly ten o'clock, some of those of us seeking to avoid the wooden spoon were edging towards the exit of the room. Steve O'Kelly took an executive decision. If we move quickly, we could squeeze two rounds in. What do people think? There was a sullen silence. He phased his question differently. OK, hands up who wants to make this the last round. A forest of hands shot up. Last round it is. He consulted the pairings. It's Tom against Old but Fit for the championship. Oh yes, and I'm playing Tudor. My sad tale is coming to an end. The announcement resulted in a movement of the refreshment table by players helpfully wanting to save the organisers having to remove unconsumed items from it. Steve beat me with a part of his brain not attending to other tournament matters. Tom edged out all but fit, who took second place anyway. I decide the winners were not only Tom and all but fit, but also the magnificent multitasking team of Steele O'Kelly and Dauntless David. I return home to learn the Red Devils had seen off the outlaws by three goals to nil.